This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And Pastor Michael, we're doing a follow-up question to yesterday. So here's our question. How is God loving if he predestines people to hell? Yeah, so um, the question actually goes on, and I want to read the rest of the question because there was a clarifying aspect to it and said, if God is love and he demonstrates his love in everything that he does, how did he demonstrate his love toward the people he predestined for hell? And um, I, I totally understand where the question's coming from. And so I wanna I wanna take a minute and speak really directly to the assumption underneath the question. Because there's some real assumptions in that in the way that question is posed. Big time. And if okay, so there are things that are true, but they're not true all the time. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, God is love, true, right, and true all the time. But it does not mean that everything God does is loving. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, what it means though is that God is the best at loving. Right. Okay, there's more to God than love. So what happens though is there is a pop culture concept of God in America that whether we like it or not, we all succumb to eventually, and then we have to dismantle this and let the Word of God reframe it and shape it. Okay, and here is the pop culture Western view of God that every Christian needs to be very careful of. That God, the ultimate pinnacle attribute of God is love and everything that God does is loving. Well, let me just challenge that. Um, When God pours out his wrath on people in the Old Testament, was that love? No. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Meaning that God is broader than love. Right. right? God is perfect at love when God does love, but God does more than just love. Yeah. There are other equally important aspects of God. His righteousness, his justice. Wrath, Wrath, anger. I mean, it goes on and on. So we're all there. So one of the things that we have to be very careful to do, and I'm going to just kind of go at this again. I'm going to say it one more time to make sure because it's this is how it's a thick concept in our culture. Um, God is love, and that is true, but that is not all God is. And if you make love the pinnacle attribute of God, God will not make sense a lot when you read the Bible or watch what he allows or ordains or permits in this world. Mm-hmm. When you think about hell, if God is love, and this is where this person um, is assuming that the chief attribute of God is love, and therefore that chief attribute doesn't vibe with what the Bible teaches on hell. Well, the disconnect, the problem is not hell. The problem is with the assumption that this person is making, right. that love is the chief attribute. And so God is much, much bigger than, bigger than this one attribute, and uh, we cannot pigeonhole God to be such a shallow and narrow, narrow character. Um, we just can't do it. He's way no. more complicated than yes. that. He has various emotions. And the reason we have emotions that are multifaceted is because we're made in his image. Right. And he has a multifaceted array of emotions that mm-hmm. are all over the map. Um, our emotions are sometimes not under control and not used for good. But all of his emotions are ultimately used um, used for good. So our, our God concept in America is too narrow. And there are a bunch of like sub-denominations that have bought 
into this lie, and they therefore stop believing in the eternality of hell. They stop believing in a lot of the rules. God's holiness is an option. I mean, just so you can see in many denominational churches, particularly when um, love becomes the overarching defining attribute That's of God, right. because they start compromising and other doctrines that are not consistent with that. But yes. once, but that's just not what the Bible teaches. So I want to give you one big attribute, the penultimate attribute, if you will, of God, the one attribute by which all other attributes submit to. If God is anything all the time, 100% of the time, it's not love. It is holy. Right. God is holy. holy. And um, his love is holy. The difference between my love and God's love is that my love is sometimes holy, but most of the time it's not. <laughs> God's love is always holy. I have wrath. God has wrath. The difference is his is holy, holy wrath. wrath. I have anger and you have anger, but God has anger, but his anger is always holy anger. And so you take all of these attributes of God and and they are they're all modified by the sin or by the adjective of holiness. Holiness right. is the chief attribute of that God. That is the main attribute of God. Yes. His holiness, his righteousness. So in, in heaven, they the angels and the living creatures and the elders and all these weird experiences that are going on in the book of Revelation, they don't say loving, loving, loving at all. No. They say, holy holy holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. And this idea of holiness that when you stand before God, you're not going to say, you are so loving. You're going to say, holy, right. holy, holy. That's what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. And so um, to, to dismantle this idea that God is love and that is all he is and that everything he does is loving, you're just going to fail to really understand God, make sense of this world, or read the Bible um, with any kind of, I think, coherency. Um, and so I just want to say this. First of all, God is more than love. Second of all, the greatest attribute of God is his holiness. And third, God's objective is not to display his love, um, but to display his glory, which is seen in his holiness. So That's right. I, I want to just break that down. Um, we mentioned this yesterday. So, you know, listeners, I would love for you to go back and listen to yesterday because we give little breadcrumbs and mm -hmm. snippets of this concept here. But um, here's what God wants. God wants glory, fame. Um, he wants to be the most exalted in all of creation. And you might say that is so narcissistic. Well, narcissism is thinking probably more highly of yourself than you ought to think. And God can never think more highly of himself than he should because he's amazing and perfect right. on every level. So it's yes. never narcissism. It's just true. In fact, if God gave glory to anybody else, it would be a lie. Right. It would be just a flat out lie and God would sin. So God, by nature of his character and amazingness, he wants glory. And here's how in the Bible, he deems and desires to get glory. He wants to show off the multifaceted panorama of all of his attributes before every angel and demon and human being and creature on earth. And so God does not just want to say, look at my love, bring me glory. Well, no, it would be way too shallow. Way too shallow. And so here's what God does. God says, look at my holy wrath. Look mm -hmm. at my holy jealousy. Look at my holy anger. Look at my holy kindness. Because there are multiple versions of kindness. Okay? Sure. Uh, and so all, all kindnesses are not equal. Okay. Look at my 
holy love. I mean, you take all the panorama of God's attributes, and here's what God's doing. He is showing on display for all creation and all eternity the multifaceted beauty of his glory, which is seen in all of his attributes. And so when we see all the facets of God's nature and character, at that point, he gets the most amount of glory. Um, And so I really bring all this down to say, I appreciate the question. The question is understandable. The question assumes some things that need to be dismantled. And I really hope that the person asking it here is like our desire to be sensitive in in the way we address this, but also to be forthright and true about what is ultimate here. Love is not the pinnacle attribute of God. Holiness is. God has multiple attributes, and all of those attributes come together and show forth the fullness of the glory of God. That's the best way I can answer that. That's right. And... um, our, does our job, right, is to be holy as God is holy. Right. I want to grow not just in love. I want to grow in holy holiness. Love. I want to grow in the kind of love that God has. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? It's it's legitimate, this side of heaven, to experience anger. The Bible says, be angry, yet do not sin. I want to be angry at the things God is angry at, but I want to do it in a holy way. Mm-hmm. And, and we got to make this... Um, point right here because some people are going to hear um, God pours out his wrath and he's righteous can I well there are things in the Bible that God says he's allowed to do but we're not allowed to right. do um, he is allowed to pour out wrath we are not wrath is his job vengeance is his job vengeance is mine says the Lord I will repay our job is anger at the things <laughs> God is angry at but not to take the next step of vengeance and wrath and uh, when we start doing things that God says not to do, then my anger becomes sinful. Right. And then we are trying to take God's place when we do that. Totally. And so, that's the biggest struggle of mankind anyway, is trying to be like God. Yes. I'm nodding with a huge nod yes. uh, of agreement and affirmation. And uh, so big big picture, let's bring it back. I've said it eight times. going to finalize this because it's so a part of our cultural lie that I have to dismantle it again. The chief attribute of God is not love but holiness and God's desire is to show forth the holiness of all of his attributes and all of those attributes come together to give him glory, which is at the top of this pyramid. So I hope that helps our listeners. Um, God is love, but not all the time, but God is always holy. Pastor Michael, I could not agree with you anymore. Thank you listeners for joining us today. Please do us three favors. Go to our church website, vcob.org, click on that link that says Q&A podcast question and submit your question for us to answer. Second, be sure to share this podcast with someone. And third, go to the iTunes store and rate and review this. So far, we've got 16 five stars. That's awesome. So let's try as of next week to get maybe up to 20 or 25. That would be amazing. That would be so cool. The more people who do that, uh, for whatever reasons, iTunes has an algorithm that the more people who rate and review, the more people actually get to see it. That's right. Know, which and the means, more it gets pushed out. Totally. Which I'm, pumps me up. Put the word of God and some great helpful content into people's minds and hearts. That'd be sweet. Please join us tomorrow when we answer the question, what do you think of rap music, Pastor Michael? <laughs> That's so funny. I love that question. See you.